What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One night in Edmonton, we were out on the town, and there was a guy by the name of Bane Nori. How about that? Bane says, I did I ever tell you guys about the night I was out with the uh, Rolling Stones? And I'm like, come on! What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Hello, Canada, Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. We are live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on a brand new week. It's episode number 1050 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. And you know how I know it's your favorite? It's because you're here on Game Plus Television all across Canada. On Game Plus TV in 31 U.S. states, we're on WQEE Radio in Atlanta, where we are Atlanta's NHL show. And we do have some fun NHL talk coming your way today, podcast and YouTube live. Darren Moose DuPont joins us. He is in, uh, believe it or not, the sweatpants capital. Moose, welcome to the show. Good to see you again. You're there for uh, some baseball, which we'll get into throughout the course of the week. Um, Hey, we have breaking news today. I ended right out of the chute. And then we will deliberate on it a little later as the, as the quick six show topics go on. Breaking news today, Jarius Jackson is replacing Stephen McAdoo as the offensive coordinator of the Canadian Football League's Edmonton Elks. So uh, that's the breaking news today. And so we have a lot to get to. Listen up, Edmonton. There's your breaking news today. You can't beat live. You can't beat live. We've got so many things to get to today, Moose. So very quickly, just tell me. What is your thought? How was, sorry, how was the weekend? And then we'll get into the quick six show topics. The weekend was great. Weekend was awesome. So let's just start there. It was, it was great. But uh, yours looked pretty good up in Banff, too. So uh, happy to be back. Uh, well, that was just a, uh, that was the tiniest little smidge of the weekend. Listen, here, here, well, what the heck? Let's slow things down. Woo, Here at Century Downs, this is where it all started. Packwood Grand, it's Canada's Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I was looking forward to today, walking in here this morning and saying, so what's the, what's the skinny? 
talking to the security people and so forth. Because as you know, Moose, when there's alcohol, there's problems. Talk to any cop or ambulance driver. Where there's alcohol, there's problems. So I just knew there would be. So I came here Saturday. The races started around 1, 1.15. They're ordering shots up at the bar. Everybody's dressed in three-piece. Well, even better than that, tuxedos and cocktail dresses. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be, whoa. And then I met a football guy down here. My whole idea was to watch Touchdown Atlantic in the lounge. Big mistake, Clark. Big not one television was on the CFL game. We had to ask them to put the game on, and it's like, honey, it's not now, is what the lady said at the betting window. And there was not a fight erupting, but there was some angst because there was three young drunk girls having a girls' night, and they didn't get their bets in in time, and the people behind them, you know, wanted to get their bets in. I'm like, this is, uh, whoo. And then Serena was landing right in the middle of Touchdown Atlantic. Her plane was coming in, so I'm like, here you go, Curtis, the football guy. Have fun. And then I was out. And then, yeah, we went out to Banff yesterday just for the morning. You know how it is. I like to rip out there and back. You're so close to this National Historic Park that you can do that. And then I came back to the Calgary Stampeders watch party to watch their team lose at Montreal. And I'll say this. This is where Banff was just a tiny little part of the weekend. Some guy comes up to me, David, real nice guy. And this is quintessential and kevin the medium was in the house and he's here in the house here right now i didn't tell you this moose and i'll get to the news everybody just hang on it's the rod peterson show i'm gonna tell my stories guy comes up to me he's wearing a stan peters t-shirt and he goes rod peterson i'm like yeah he goes uh david he goes uh, i'm a fan i'm a follower i watch the show but i gotta be honest with you i'm a stams fan huge flames fan i just saw i just, I just didn't like you as a Saskatchewan guy, but I'm telling my friends, you got to watch the show. You got to watch it because it's so great. And, I, and my friends are like, no, no, he's a Sass guy. We don't like him. And he goes, no, I think he's coming around. And I was like, well, thanks. It's only been two years of coming out here. I'm glad they're finally noticing. And he said also that he used to work in Theron Fleury's hockey school. And he goes, because you and Theo are tight, that tells me that you're a good guy. So here we go. Bob's your uncle. And I didn't Bob's stay for the whole uncle? game, but here's a, here's a hilarious thing. Did you notice, Kevin, as we were leaving, I walked up to the guy. He had a table of three to four women sitting with him. He's a man about town, this guy, David. He's got a lot of beautiful women with him. Yep. And uh, he was like praying. He was, <laughs> he was praying. <laughs> Calgary was losing the game. He was so into it. He was in the middle of prayer. Like I grabbed him by the arm. I'm like, hey, brah. We're, we're out. He's not even hearing. Don't interrupt somebody when they're praying. I just learned that Sunday. It's like, don't stop a dog when he's eating. Don't tug on Superman's cape. And don't bother somebody when they're praying. So there's my stories. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? There's the recap of a while. We were learning stuff already, Moose, five minutes into the show. Somebody's praying. Don't interrupt him. <laughs> Point Good one, advice. breaking news. Uh, host Australia scored a 4 nothing win over Canada in Monday's pivotal group stage finale. The Matildas, that's their name, clinched top spot in Group B and a place in the round of 16 at the expense of the Olympic champions from Canada. Australia needed a win to guarantee that it would advance. Canada needed a win to avoid elimination, so we're out. 
in front of a vocal pro-Australia crowd of 27,706 in Melbourne. Canada became the first reigning Olympic gold medal champion to be eliminated in group play at the subsequent Women's World Cup. So, yeah, we made history. Hey, we'll be remembered for something. Went into the history books. I immediately saw a notification come across my phone that Christine Sinclair says she will not be participating in another Women's World Cup and I think maybe even subsequent um, international competition. The flies have found me here, Moose. Uh, and by the way, shout out to Rhino Radio. We're very big in Atlanta. I have to, I'm going on... Richard Holdridge's show this afternoon, shortly after ours, and I just got a hush. You wouldn't believe. I don't know what your inbox is like, but here's mine. If I could just get a minute of your time, take it, take it, bro, uh, and we're booking into next month. That's all. I can handle it, but I cannot handle it all today. Point two, the AL East leading Baltimore Orioles open a critical four-game series against the host Toronto Blue Jays tonight. The Orioles, five and a half games up on the Blue Jays, pounded the Yankees 9-3 Sunday night, while earlier in the day the Jays lost 3-2-10 and 10 to the visiting LA Angels. Chris Bassett on the mound for the Jays tonight against Kyle Gibson. Point three... Blue Jays strengthened their depleted bullpen Sunday by acquiring righty Jordan Hicks in a trade with the St. Louis Cardinals. Toronto sent minor league righties Adam Kloffenstein and Sam Roberts to St. Louis for the 26-year-old Hicks. He's a five-year veteran who spent his entire career with the Cardinals. He's 1-6 with a 3.67 ERA today. We're not going to sit here and examine Blue Jays baseball right now. We've got Craig Ballard coming up in Hour 2 from the Locked on Jays podcast. Locked on Blue Jays podcast to talk about that. Everybody came here to talk because it's uh, July 31st. It's summer and it's Canada. They came to talk some football today. So listen up, everybody. Start spreading the news. We'll talk about what happened Sunday night. Then we'll get into everything else. But Bo Levi Mitchell has a broken leg. And Darren, if you weren't paying attention to what happened at the end of the Hamilton game Friday, can you hurry up and find it? Because I don't know what the hell happened. But in Montreal last night, the Alouettes got a touchdown, turnovers, and clutch stops from their D en route to a 25-18 victory over the visiting Calgary Stampeders. Stamps got six field goals from Rennie Paradis, while David Cote kicked six for the Owls. Death, taxes, and Fajardo winning. That's what you can count on. Alouettes won 25-18. They're not happy in Calgary. Their team is 2-5, and five, and as you may have seen the graphic, they have not had a losing season since 2007, which was the last season before John Huffnagel rode into town and saved the franchise. So where are you on that or any other Week 8 thoughts? Yeah, it was uh, important for Montreal to get a big win over Calgary. I thought that was that was a, a big way to end it. Um, a lot of field goals in that one, but you know what? The points still count the same. Um, and then, obviously, a lot of attention on Touchdown Atlantic. I watched most of Touchdown Atlantic. Hard to watch all yeah. of Touchdown Atlantic because it got away from Saskatchewan. Um, as we kind of unfortunately anticipated, and a lot of the conversation mm-hmm. in, in that market now is about Mason Fine and moving forward because we saw Dola Gala come in in garbage time and play well for a few snaps. But um, that was another big one. And, and the, you know, BC, Toronto, they still continued to flex and show everybody that they're the top teams in the CFL. There's uh, some bad teams in the CFL, too, by the way. There's some bad teams. And trust me, everybody, we'll get to it. If you've just tuned in, changes in Edmonton, 
Stephen McAdoo replaced this morning by Jarius Jackson as the Elks offensive coordinator. Just settle down. We got two hours today. We'll get to everything. Scott Matheson chimes in. He's watching on the streaming. He says, hey, from Estevan. Hayes for horses, Scott. And the Stanley Cup was in Estevan on Sunday, and I believe Davidson Sask as well. Keeper of the Cup, Phil Pritchard. What do we tell him? Just bring a big old spray bomb off for the summer because all you're going to be doing is going back and forth between Manitoba and Sask. Ryan in Toronto says, a new week with old friends. Hello, Rod Squad. Here we go. Ryan in New York State says, good day, Rod Squad. Uh, trust me, he is a uh, Jets fan, and you've seen the fight between Aaron Rodgers and Sean Payton, which I'll get into. Don't get me off my platform. That's what the quarterback coaches say now, right? He's, he's good when he's on his platform. When he's off his platform, he gets in trouble. So I'm saying on my platform right now is where we'll, we can't get to the viewer comments just yet. But the, I guess what we can do is get to the other weekend games, uh, week eight games, before we break and come back with more of the NFL talk and why am I wearing a Vegas Golden Knights shirt you're going to see momentarily. By the way, our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. We'll get to the blossoming quarterbacks uh, controversy in Saskatchewan. We've got a whole week to talk about it, everybody, so hold your horses. Let's walk it back a little bit. We talked about Edmonton. They made a change at OC. I had a football guy this week said he talked to Jones yesterday, and Jones said he wasn't making any changes. And then this today. So something changed, but I'll guarantee you this. Nobody made Chris Jones do this. He did this on his own. I was going back and forth with this football guy yesterday, and I said, why is Jones so loyal to McAdoo? I mean, I don't know enough about whether he's doing a good job calling plays or not, I know with my guy Fajardo in 2019, he threw for 5,000 yards, didn't he? And they finished first, and he was the uh, West Division most outstanding player. So I don't think McAdoo is a complete doofus when it comes to being an offensive coordinator. And the guy said, well, Mac and Jones go back 30 years. College football in Tennessee. It's a loyalty thing. But I'm not done with Bo Levi Mitchell. Somebody help me. Because I'm just a dumb hayseed, as I get reminded all the time. Were you watching Hamilton, Ottawa Friday night? Like, Ottawa turned it over on downs with 30 seconds to go at the Hamilton 2. I'm like, oh, beep, it's over. Boop. I guess I could have waited 30 more seconds because in that 30 seconds, Bo Levi Mitchell breaks his leg. And I still haven't seen video. What the hell happened? What happened? I know. I know, and it, like, again, I wasn't watching the end of that game either. Um, I had other things going on, so I missed the fourth quarter. Okay. It. And then I, I'm checking my notifications, and I'm like, how does this happen in this moment? <laughs> and, and instantly your mind goes to, did they rush him back? You know, lower body injury, did they rush him back? Um, I don't know if it's related, uh, really, when you're looking at a broken leg now those things are freak accidents and it just seems like one piece of bad luck here after another for Bo and, and Hamilton and I think that's the disappointing part is it just one thing after another especially in a game like that you know that kind of went back and forth and that Hamilton was going to win anyways for it to end like that um, pretty unfortunate uh, and again you people you football people Tell me what happened, because I didn't see it. Darren didn't see it. 
How does your quarterback break his leg in the last 30 seconds? I literally turned it off because I'm like, this is over. I had a guy right into the website today and said, Rob, they're at the two. He can't kneel down. If he had to take it a safety, I'm like, then take a damn safety. You were leading 16-12. It's only two points. Kick, kick off. Everybody's saying that Orlando Steinauer blew it. I'm just not necessarily... Okay, so Brian in Alberta says he rolled back at the one-yard line, staying out of the end zone. Well, you are, of the two of us, you're by far the more football person. Should they have put the backup in to run that? I mean, that's the game today. That's the game. And a couple Fridays ago, I talked to Jim Barker about this, and he said, like, one of the things that's hurting the development of quarterbacks is having a third-down quarterback on your roster. He said, when you used to have Ricky Ray in Toronto, you had Trevor Harris and Zach Caleros as backups. So you're, you know, grooming these guys to be your next starter. Well, you're not doing that anymore. You, you, you should have that third-down quarterback in that can handle these plays. Um, maybe in that big moment, you only trusted Bull with the ball in his hands. You didn't want to fumble. You didn't want to have any exchange issues because that's a touchdown, not a safety. A touchdown that could be going the other way if you fumble the snap or something. But no, I think in, in the way the game's played right now, it, it should be automatic that your short yardage quarterback's coming in to just push this ahead a couple of times. I tell you, I'll tell you what, football more than ever and more than any other sport, is the ultimate hindsight sport. And uh, I, I want to get into that next. But at all levels, NFL, CFL, college, high school. But it's, so it didn't work out. Your quarterback breaks his leg, and now Orlando's an idiot, according to some. I'm with you. You said, was, is Bo jinxed or cursed? Is Hamilton uh, jinxed or cursed? I don't know what it is, but because it didn't work out, they look like idiots. Had it worked out as designed, we're not talking about it today. You know what I mean? So we have a lot of NHL talk to get to when we come back. The NFL stuff between Aaron Rodgers and Sean Payton and more on this, including the Sask quarterback controversy. There's a whole lot of people talking right now that shouldn't be talking. So we'll talk about that when we return. We are live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, where you see the Pro Chuck Wagon World Finals are August 13th, uh, sorry, August 23rd to the 27th here at Century Downs. You can get your tickets right now at showpass.com. We'll be right back on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Hello all, we are live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And by the way, the text line is open. It's for EMJ Marketing. Da-da-da, providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. That's the EMJ Marketing text line. It's open right now, 902-518-3033. Joe provides the best speakers out there, including me. Stu Grimson as well, my good friend. Oh, he's got he's got a very outstanding roster. I think Mike Vanderjack as well, Super Bowl winning kicker, idiot kicker. Okay, let's bring in Moose now. Uh, he is in the sweatpants capital of all things. The breaking news today: Jarius Jackson's replacing Stephen McAdoo as the offensive coordinator of the Edmonton Elks, and Canada lost to the host Australia at the World Women's Cup. They go, they're coming home. Had a guy, a football guy of all things, tell me on the weekend, Moose, I don't know if I told you this. No, I, I didn't because I didn't talk to you. He goes, uh, you can't come to Florida and continue to talk so much CFL. You're going to have to talk more NFL. And I'm like, hubby, you do you, bro, because I'm not telling you how to live your life and you stay out of mine. How's that work? Okay. As we continue to grow in these U.S. markets, talking about what we talk about. So just worry about you. Because this is what's hot today. Cooper is watching in Mississippi. Uh, you know Cooper. He writes in. He says, Rod, I'll say it the way Cooper would say it. Rod, have you ever seen people wearing bags on their heads like those elk fans? Saturday night, BC at Edmonton. <laughs> Who doesn't like... You know, that show Highway from Hell, right? All the, all, the, all, the, all the wrecks on the side of the road. Who didn't like watching that? The Edmonton Elks are the biggest wreck going, and their fans were wearing bags over their heads. Now, Cooper, I, we, I got our guy Kevin here. I feel like I, I'm, we're going to bring Kevin on the air later. What I like about him is we're about the same age, so he can reference. In the 80s, there was the Unknown Comic. That's the first thing I thought about. Darren, you wouldn't know what the Unknown Comic was, right? It was a stand-up comic who had a paper bag over his head. It was the, he was the most famous comic in America. Nobody knew who he was. That's the first thing I thought of. And two, I, the last time I saw 80s, maybe 90s, was when fans came to games wearing paper bags over the head. And it was NFL teams. But I've never seen it in the CFL. But are the Edmonton Elks the worst team in CFL history? As a guy that's been covering the league since 1991, that's only 31 years, that's a pretty good body of work. They're the worst team I've seen. What do you think? Well, I was going to say the same thing, Rod, that they're the worst team I've seen. Um, and that's unfortunate. Um, it really is unfortunate. And the, the biggest thing about it is we don't have any signs that it's going to change. 
Like there's no glimpses of hope. There's no, you know, there's no evidence that look at everything's going okay here. They're just not getting the result. That's not happening. So I think that's the biggest frustrating part. I'm not a big CFL historian, so I couldn't speak to all time, but I mean, I can't imagine teams worse. Um, It's just really unfortunate because we know there's good people there working really hard to get this thing right, but they just can't, and it's and that's what's what's tough yeah. is when you don't have answers. <laughs> okay, people love the stories, and it's summer and it's CFL, which is another thing. I want to tell people, man, I have a lot of things to get off my chest today. On one hand, I have certain people saying, even in Canada, they're like, you're not going to grow talking CFL. Yet on the other, and then the in the other ear, I have people saying, don't forget your base. You were 20 years full-time in the CFL. Don't forget, you know, you built up a big following. So how about you guys all back off and I'll decide? So 2003, the Hamilton Tiger Cats were 1-17. Who was the lone team that the Tiger Cats beat? The Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I called the game at Iverwind Stadium. Ronnie uh, Lancaster was the coach of Hamilton, and I'll never forget. The game went to overtime, of all things. And I think Paulus Ballison kicked the winning, uh, in overtime, kicked the winning field goal. And we're like, ah, we're the only team to lose to this bunch of scrubs in Hamilton. And late in the game, <laughs> there was a fumble going on. We're on offense. And you remember Andrew Green? <laughs> Andrew Green, <laughs> the way he talks. <laughs> I think our quarterback put it on the ground. And Andrew, he didn't jump on it. Andrew picked it up, and he thinks he's going to score a touchdown. Offensive uh, tackle, if I, may, if I can remember correct, former Miami Dolphin and Seattle Seahawk. And uh, he fumbles the ball. Hamilton recovers. This might have been an overtime. They go back the other way and score and win the game. And after the game, we're like, Drew, what are you doing? What are you, you actually think you're going to score a touchdown? You're 330 pounds. And he's like, hey, don't get mad at me. <laughs> If I'm touching the ball, they're the problem. Good point. It was in that <laughs> game 20 years ago. Don't blame me. So, yeah. And with Edmonton, yeah, I think until we see otherwise, they are the worst team in CFL history. <laughs> no team's gone winless. They might. And I'm but back to that. It's a confidence thing. Uh, yeah. And they have none. And now the firings have started because the football guys are saying this is the last thing Chris Jones wanted to do was get ri- was make a change because those are his guys. There's no more loyal crew than the Chris Jones crew of football guys, and he made a change today. That would not have been made lightly. And I'll, like, I don't know what went on. If the, you know, the, it would be reasonable to say maybe the president, Victor Kui, marched in a Chris Jones room and said, that was awful on Saturday. You got to make a change or I will. That happens quite often, quite often from the executive level in sports. Uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in, he says, I'm here because of the football or the CFL. He says, our number one city for viewership is now Winnipeg. And the reason I posted that was because it's not like we're more popular in Winnipeg now than Saskatchewan. It's a numbers thing. It's a straight numbers thing. There's way more people in Winnipeg 
and there's more people watching than ever in Winnipeg. It's naturally going to surpass my home province of Saskatchewan, but there's just as many people in Saskatchewan watching, trust me. Which reminds me, we got to get to this SAS quarterback controversy thing. You said you watched the game. I watched the game. Mason Fine wasn't great, but he was better. I think he's getting better. And he wasn't the one that fumbled the ball at the goal line. He wasn't the one that gave up the kick return touchdown. Yeah, I, I think you can't continue to have a revolving door at the quarterback position. If you believe in Mason Fine, which they do, because this is his third year, you can't keep pulling guys. That's a, I don't know, maybe you completely disagree. But I saw the one reporter in Sask say, if Jake Dolagala doesn't start the next game, every coach needs to be replaced. I'm like, who the hell are you to say that? Just get on the radio and yap to your audience and stop telling the riders how to run the team. I kind of started to understand now where there's problems in Toronto and Dallas and these major markets where the local team is the number one thing because the media is not qualified to tell the people running the team how to run the team. They just aren't, okay? So let them run their team. And I guess they announced, fine, will start against Ottawa this week, and I think he should. Now, you may completely discount that and blow my theory out of the water and that's fine but that's what i think the other side of the argument and i'll get to all of this but the other side of the argument for me is at some point though the good quarterbacks overcome the fumbles the mistakes that the team around them are making and still find a way to to put points on the board and the biggest issue for me is just the lack of touchdowns so they just haven't been there but this is about developing a young quarterback and you do have to be patient and you can't make knee-jerk reactions and have guys coming in because what happens if you put Dola Gala in and he doesn't play well for two games and you've set this Ooh, precedent you're are done. you just going to go back and forth and back and forth now you're done and now both quarterbacks knees are knocking they have no security they're always looking over their shoulders so it's tough so I know Craig Dickinson's probably got a, a an idea in mind as to when he'll pull the trigger. They're going to give him another game in Ottawa, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's one more start in Ottawa before you make the move. And then you've got to commit to Jake Dolagala, though, for six weeks or, or seven or a number, right, and give him a real chance. But uh, right now, you can't just be making knee-jerk reactions. I agree. But the leash has to be getting shorter at the same time. Bob in Morden, Manitoba says, Rod, cover it all. No problem. Thank you. I mean, do you, how fun do you think it is to sit in my chair and be able to have meetings with NHL people and NFL people and CFL people and all the leagues that I want to cover? It's fantastic. It would be stupid to not talk about these things that I've got experience and knowledge in. So it's never, I mean, hey, listen. We're never going to stop the people from telling us what to do, right, Moose? The thing is, just not going to listen to them. The point of the matter is they're all watching. We didn't even get to the NHL, by the way, now that I think about it, and I look at my Golden Knights shirt on the TV in front of me. So the poll question today for our good friends at Key Auto Group, thanks for reminding me, Rod. <laughs> Will the Vegas Golden Knights repeat as Stanley Cup champions? Uh, it's brought to you by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all the vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Don't get me started. I want 
I wanted to have the Golden Girl on today. Serena's in town. She's in Calgary, but she's busy. She's working. She's going to come on tomorrow because I want to give her opinion on a lot of get her opinion on a lot of things, Moose. I voted yes that the Vegas Golden Knights will repeat as Stanley Cup champions for a variety of reasons. The results from what I've seen on Twitter are around 50-50. Clark, is that what it is on YouTube? Ish? Ish? Yeah, it's just a little bit more for slightly more no they won't repeat well it's one team against the other 31 so i understand why but this is what people do not understand and i see guys that are big canadian sports broadcasting names that when kelly mccrimmon was choosing between being the gm of the orders or the golden knights or the kraken people were i don't want to say where people that should know better moose were like why is kelly mccrimmon such a big deal why is he i'm like if you don't know that what are you doing on the air at all analyzing the nhl he's the glenn sather of junior hockey kelly mccrimmon known him since i was 16 years old everybody knows that the golden knights are always going to be in um contention because kelly mccrimmon's running the show that's a fact and that's not me kissing his ass because i have no reason to it's just a fact and i read an article this morning at nhl.com where crim said we didn't need to change over much of the team. The guys that won the Stanley Cup need to be rewarded. So they traded Riley Smith out of town, probably a clerical thing more than anything. They've re-signed Barbashev. Jonathan Quick left, but they didn't need him. But Kelly wanted to return the same gang. That's different than the way he's run the team before, Is in which I've seen it. I've had a front row seat for 40 years. If you don't deliver the mail, you're gone. If you work for Kelly McCrimmon, but everybody knows that. Everybody's fine with that. So then they win the Stanley Cup and Krem's like, everybody's coming back if I can help it. That shouldn't surprise anybody, Moose. No, it shouldn't. You know, it's what he's trying to do. And, you know, you can't fit everybody inside. Everybody wants a raise. You just want a cup. So, you know, you got to be okay letting some of these guys go and making some moves so they can go get paid at the same time and retain your core. And, He'll do that. Here's why I think they won't win the cup. I think it's salary restricted. Um, yep. I don't know if Aiden Hill is going to be the guy to, if he can get magic back, lightning in a bottle twice. And there's just too many other teams like Edmonton and Carolina knocking at the door. Well said. See you a little later if you're down. Thank you. Gus Farratt joins us next. For the NFL fans, we'll be talking four down. We're live at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also on the radio WQEE in Atlanta. Maybe chat a little Dirty Birds with Gus. We're also on podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense.
We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. The EMJ Marketing text line is open 902-518-3033. EMJ Marketing providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. Time to get on the bus with Gus. 15-season NFL quarterback, pro bowler Gus Farratt joins us here uh, one week into NFL training camps. Good to see you, Gustav. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Rod. How are you? Good. Always fun to chat ball. Always fun to see your face. And Gus, I don't know where to start. Uh, one week into NFL training camps, what has your attention the most right now? What's taken up the most of your focus? Uh, well... It was my birthday weekend, so that I really didn't focus on anything else. My kids were, you know, hey. Not a boy. We went to a pirate game. They cooked me dinner. I mean, there's nothing better than that. And then, you know, I think last week, the, the thing that ever scared everybody was Joe Burrow's calf injury. <laughs> That's well, the you were about training camp right now. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> How could you miss that, though? And you you reside in that AFC North division, so I expect Joe will be back. He had appendicitis two training camps ago, ended up in the Super Bowl. But I will ask you this. I know what a huge fan you are of Lamar Jackson, and he got he got bad, the bag. Is that what they're saying? He got the bag in the offseason. Are you the believer that he is the number one quarterback of the National Football League? If, and if not, whom? Well, I mean, I think you can't deny Patrick Mahomes being the number one guy right now. I mean, for everything that he's done. Uh, and other guys are getting the bag as well. Look what Justin Herbert just got, you know. But I was happy for Lamar. I think he deserves it. Um, I think all those guys, when you can get your money, go and get it. And, uh, you know, now you just got to go out and prove that you're worth that, right? And we've seen guys get the money and not, not show up. And we've seen guys get the money and, and continue to play really well. So, it's going to be another exciting football season. Uh, I don't care who you're a fan of. There's a lot of hype around every team. And I think the NFL just does an incredible job of, of promoting its brand and its business. Well, let me ask you this. You've got the NFL Alumni Podcast Network going on. How's that, how's that been going, by the way, in a country where the, uh, there's an insatiable appetite for this kind of stuff? I'm sure it's going great. Yeah, you know, we've been re we've rebranded it now to NFL Alumni Media Network, which is which is great, right? And uh, we we now are building all of our guys, any of our former alumni who want to come on, we help them build their own channel, to build their brand, own their stories, and and kind of create the content they want, whether whether it's a long form show like you have, or it's uh, short form content, it's live watch parties. Um, anybody can go to our website, nflalumnimedia.com, and, and check out all of our guys. And, uh, you know, this for me is a passion play because it lets me connect with all of our former alumni. When we leave the NFL as players, we lose a whole family. And not many of us get to go on and stay in football. And a lot of us want to reconnect with our guys. We love our family. We love everything that we've built outside of football. But that's a big part of us, and it's really nice to reconnect. And it gives me an opportunity to reconnect with all of our guys. You know, it's funny, Gus. Keep your eye open for this trend, because last night I was at the Calgary Stampeders watch party. Calgary was playing at Montreal. And there were some broadcast people there, and they said, oh, we heard there's a this one talk company, radio company, is going to hire bots to host sports talk shows. Bots. Robots. And I'm like, good. That doesn't scare me. 
because the people that are on there now aren't that good. You put robots on there, they continue to drive listeners to what we're doing, to those that know what they're talking about. So just keep your eye, your ear to the ground on that, because my guess is it'll probably happen to the National Football League. And we should spend a minute on this. Aaron Rodgers snipping at Sean Payton and back and forth. Sean Payton in Denver saying Nathaniel Hackett did the worst job in NFL history of coaching the Broncos last year. He's walked it back a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers has said, don't talk about my coach. He's now with the Jets, as you know. You following that situation? And if so, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to stand up for your coach, right? You got to stand up for the guy that's with you that's, that you're going to be working with every day in and out. Uh, you got to stand up for him. And I don't agree with Sean Payton. You know, they always teach you don't burn any bridges. I burn a few myself, but as a coach, and there's another coach out there that's at the same time, it's not like they're retired or they're not doing their work. He's going out there and trash talking another coach. I don't think that's ever good. And I don't really know why he would do that. But for Aaron Rodgers, uh, the kind of, the kind of pool that he has, uh, he can say whatever he wants and to stand up for his coach. It probably made his coach feel pretty good. And that brings the team and rallies everybody around them. Yeah, no kidding. Well, but let me ask you, clearly you're an Aaron Rodgers fan. And I wonder why specifically is that because of his longevity? You said his resume. I mean, how do you think it'll play out with the Jets? What's your take on that whole thing? I don't know. I think that as good as he was, a Hall of Fame player probably with the Packers, just getting that kind of reinvigorating start. And I think the Jets have a lot of really good pieces around him, and they can build a really good team around him. I don't think it's like when Favre left the Packers and went to the Jets. It's not the same. You know, but when Favre left the Jets and went to the Vikings, there's a guy who had one of the best seasons ever in his career. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, they were looking for that person to take the Jets to the next level. And I think he gives them that ability because if you want to win in this league, you better have a quarterback. Yeah. Um, what is your take on the payouts to quarterbacks? Because I, on one hand, I sit here and think it's too much. On the other, the personnel people are saying, Rod, you got to pay the guy. But if you pay the wrong guy, you're in a lot of trouble. How do you feel about the salaries that are being handed out right now? It is what it is. I mean, everybody's making money off the NFL um, and the players, you know, I'm just, you know, probably 30 years too old right now. Uh, (laughs) I wish I was coming through (laughs) right now instead of 30 years ago, but you know, it is what it is. And uh, these guys are creating uh, great value for themselves. And, you know, it's funny though, but you see the quarterbacks getting the money and then the running backs are going the other way. And, uh, you know, it, it's really, it's tough to see because some, you feel like it, the, the wealth is not being distributed equally, and, but that's the game and, and uh, that's how it's always been. We saw before left tackles at one point were getting paid more than quarterbacks and now it's changing. Do you foresee that that could cause a problem in the locker room? I'm universally told that it will not, but does finances enter the locker room? No, no. I, I think when you're in there, everybody's happy that you get that you're getting paid, you're making money. Um, you know, and, and in the end, you know, the only way you get paid is if you go out and prove it on the field on Sundays. And if you're doing that, then your teammates are pretty happy. Absolutely. And we are well, still a long ways away, I think five weeks from games, but at least we got a few things to talk about. Gus, a quick shout out again where people can catch your stuff and what you're into, if you don't mind. 
Yeah, everyone can go to NFLalumnimedia.com. They can check out all of our channels and our shows. Uh, it's basically we're an OTT network now that will be streaming content uh, from all our guys. We're a lifestyle network. You know, we all play football, but we all have other passions. And some of our guys love cooking. Some of our guys love, you name it, fishing to to doing whatever, wine. It's all that. And we're building these channels for our guys so they can share their content. Because, Rod, not everybody's like you and is techno- technologically savvy. And our guys, you know, need a little help. Hot take. I gotcha. Gus, thanks for this, man. Appreciate you. Enjoy the summer. Let's all do right. soon. All right, definitely. Thanks, Rob. See you. Pro Bowl quarterback, 15-year NFL veteran, Gus Farratt. And I defy you to close your eyes and listen to him talk and swear that it's not Saskatchewan Rough Riders head coach Craig Dickinson. Roll that back a little bit. I swear, man, they sound exactly the same. We'll be right back with a sports update on the way in hour two. Craig Ballard from the Locked on Blue Jays podcast to talk about the Bluebirds here at the trade deadline. We are live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube live. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. It's uh, going to be audience takeover time if we have time. We got about five minutes in this segment, which is a lot in television time. We got a few breaking news items from this Monday from the National Hockey League. The Minnesota Wild have signed goaltender Philip Gustafson to a three year, $11.25 million contract. Meanwhile, from the Canadian Football League, the Edmonton Elks are making some changes to their coaching staff after a poor start to the CFL season. They announced this morning pass game coordinator and quarterbacks coach Jerry Jackson will take over as offensive coordinator for the ONA club. He succeeds Stephen McAdoo in the position. The team says McAdoo will remain on staff in an advisory role. More on that in a moment. But from the Women's World Cup today, tournament co-host Australia ended Canada's FIFA Women's World Cup campaign with a lopsided 4-0 win in Melbourne this morning. Canada's on its way home. The Blue Jays open a key four-game series against the Baltimore Orioles at Rogers Center tonight. The Jays sit third in the AL East, five and a half back of the O's. And the Montreal Canadiens have signed forward Jesse Yolanen to a one-year, two-year, uh, sorry, one-year, two-way contract today. 
the 23-year-old played 37 games with the Habs last season, had six goals, 10 assists. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters, August 2nd, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Coming your way August 2nd at Landmark Cinemas. That is this week. I see there's a whole lot of people getting real fired up about a lot of things, specifically that Saskatchewan quarterback position there. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I think they should continue to go with Mason Fine at quarterback. Not everybody agrees. We're also asking, are the Edmonton Elks the worst team in CFL history? Have a tough time saying that they're not. And this, by the way, is how the way that things change. I talked to a football guy uh, yesterday. He said that he had talked to Jones and no changes were expected with the 0-8 Elks staff. Monday morning, Stephen McAdoo, the offensive coordinator, out. What changed? And I literally wonder if the team president didn't walk into Jones's office and say, we're hot garbage, you need to make a change, and if you don't, I will. I don't know. I completely have no idea. <clears throat> but that's usually how it goes. Hank is watching in the Queen City. He says, Rod, successful companies have a good leader. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders are lacking that leadership. They have a GM and coach who, between them, have over 40 years' experience, and we haven't been able to put together a decent offensive line. Signed, Hank in Regina. John is watching in Rosetown. He says the Calgary Stampeders in some trouble as well, 2-5 and five with Toronto on the horizon. The Dickinson brothers might not be in the same spots next season. Kevin, the medium, I hope you're taking notes over there because we have a lot of things to get to next hour. I don't believe you're not paying attention. You're, you're commenting in the chat, so stop. Don't lie to me. I can smell a lie like a fart in a car, and you know that. Last minute of play in hour one. Try and pull that on. I'm not paying attention, my ass. Everybody's paying attention. Uh, Steven in North Dakota, where is it? Uh, he says, greetings and no hallucinations. From 74 degrees, Crosby, North Dakota. He says, the CFL, completely fractured league. Breaking legs on meaningless plays. Can't function league, etc. Oh, we have a lot to get to. I opened up the text line and had a note here that, that has to do with uh, Halifax CFL expansion. So... This is what they want to talk about today. We'll continue it after this brief pause. We're live on the Game Plus television network, which is Telus Channel 924 in Alberta and BC. WQEE Radio in Atlanta podcast and YouTube live. Stick around. We'll be right back.